0: It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ every weekday morning from our studio on the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more, visit ellerslie.com.
1: Well, I am so excited, Eric, for this week's topic. And I don't know about you,
0: but we live in a crazy world. I don't know if you knew that. I think it's just you. uh, I don't think the rest of us are living in a crazy world right now. We might need to look into your life a little closer and see what's going on. We probably should. uh, (laughs) We need all the help I can get. We live in a time,
1: though, there's so many challenges. And I, I know that one of the just the pressing points of a lot of people who are just watching is, okay, how do I solve the current crises? Oh, yeah. how, do, how do I deal with the challenges, yep. the
0: trials, the circumstances of my life? Any, any thoughts? There, there's so many layers to life. Yep. And when a bomb hits your life, it's sort of... Uh, it it changes the terrain of your existence, your job, which was a good job. And you studied for that job. You got a good job. You're in the good job. It's paying you. You're paying your rent. And suddenly you lose your job. And now you have a life challenge, but that could be transcendent to so many different areas, relational challenges where everything was peaceful. Now you get this one thing in the, in the way, and it creates a we're calling it a challenge today, but a quagmire, a conundrum for your life. good words. I know, those are good words. I like them too. Uh, So how do you solve these? Uh, The question is really, how do I get wisdom for? Because that's as a Christian, we understand what we need is actually God's mind or his truth, his word applied to our current situation. Wisdom, that's that's what it is. It's it's a very active thing that we need functionally to thrive in the Christian life. So... uh, why don't you dig into, because we were discussing before we started, this is a deep thing for us functionally too, because when you say wisdom, there's a couple different ways that you could approach that. Why don't you sort of break that out and we can sort of move around the parts uh, in our time? Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> I know that uh, obviously all of scripture gives us clarity
1: for living. Mm-hmm. And yet one of the things that I think we have loved to do is just, okay, what is God's wisdom in this particular issue that we may be dealing with? And I love the fact that when you look at scripture, it's not just the wisdom of like this, some lofty ideal of like, Hey, ponder these great truths mm-hmm. where then it's not practical for living. Uh, and I don't know, I don't know about you, but I hear so many people who give great thoughts, mm-hmm. but then they're not living. And in other words, it's not practical yeah. for the living. Yeah. And I think even in my own preaching, I've been convicted as of late going, all right, not just to speak truth nuggets, mm-hmm. But to make things practical, and I think the Word of God is beautiful that it gives wisdom, but then it actually gives you the practicality, the mm-hmm. the the understanding, the instruction. Mm-hmm. The okay, this is how it actually yeah. lives out in yeah. the day
0: to day in the day manner. Which you know, wisdom. We have you know certain books in the Bible even called wisdom books, right. and Proverbs is of course the classic illustration. But many of us don't think of going to Proverbs when we need to solve a life dilemma or a life challenge. And I think that's an interesting phenomenon. I mean, we all know that that's the wisdom of God, but yeah, that's it's just sort of that old stuff. And it doesn't... What you want to do with Proverbs is read one proverb a day and it sort of keeps sin at bay. It's like <laughs> we have this idea that it's just therapeutic for yeah. us. It's not actually practical. Well, there's so many cultures that have these quote-unquote proverbs, the Chinese yeah. proverbs, the Ethiopian yeah. proverbs.
1: Mm-hmm. That's actually not what the book of Proverbs is all about. And mm-hmm. in other words, the book is actually the wisdom of God and actually a lot of scholars say that it was written by Solomon and yet most scholars presume is actually the wisdom of David being handed to Mm -hmm. Solomon Mm -hmm. and so Solomon's been collecting this and now here's Solomon the wisest man who's ever lived up to that point is now dispensing okay here's my understanding of truth and obviously carried along by the Holy Spirit it's it's more than just a classic Chinese proverb or great saying it's Mm -hmm. actually
0: the reality of life of how God's system works. you know you take a chinese proverb and they're they're cool i mean they're really fun uh, to hear them but they're still man's perspective it's like right. it's gained in this zone whereas the Proverbs in Scripture are coming from the heavenly zone down to the earth zone. Yep. And that's the amazing reality of the Scriptures, is they're not derived from down here. They're imparted from heaven. And the fact that God used men to write them down down here is, again, equally profound, that he would choose us as a delivery vehicle for his truth. But it's still, it's coming from the heavenlies. And so in, in the book of James, many of us are familiar with it, that if any of you lacks wisdom, ask of God. And this idea of asking in faith for wisdom is one piece of what we would call this puzzle uh, for wisdom. Then you also have the fact that God has already given us wisdom, the scriptures. He's deposited it here, but we need to actually do something. Not just say, oh God, could you flop open my Bible for me and highlight a passage so that I could see it. You actually are supposed to dig for it. You're supposed to go after it. And so one side is asking and trusting, God, I need wisdom right now. And he will give it. It's a guarantee. He has never failed in that promise in my life. And that, that's, a, that's a big statement because I've had so many moments where I, I've needed wisdom. But then this other dimension that we function as a team, we do it as a team. We, we've had a lot of quagmires, conundrums. You like those two words? I do. In, in our, our team. So we'll get together and there's a phrase that we'll oftentimes use. Okay, guys, we need to get the, we need to get our Proverbs out on the table. Mm-hmm. And that's how we say it. We need to get our Proverbs out on the table. We've done it in many different ways. Sometimes we'll just say, okay, let's go through the Proverbs, just what we remember right now, and just start rehearsing them. What is the wisdom of God? And it's amazing, but a Proverb that impacted you previously in a previous challenge, it's almost like it a refresh button, and it's still valuable. It still can be used, but for a totally different circumstance. We've had uh, extortion situations, like pretty high drama, you know, like (laughs) it belongs in a drama movie uh, type of situations for Ellerslie. And we had to say, let's get our proverbs out on the table. What do you do if someone's extorting you? Mm -hmm. Well, what is the wisdom for this? We've had leadership challenges where we've had different people in our world that maybe were falsely accusing us. And it's like, what do we do? Okay, what's the wisdom? And so let's get our proverbs out on the table. We had... Uh, a men's retreat. You and I were a part of a small group of men. And uh, why don't you walk through that? I think that would be fascinating to have you even share that, because that's the most recent thing we've walked through. <clears throat> yeah, like a
1: month ago, we we went up to the mountains, had several key leaders from around the country. And our desire was just, what, what do we as leaders, specifically men, do in our current state of affairs as the world? So mm-hmm. in light of the government stuff, in light of uh, COVID, in light of the passivity that, of the church, the weakening of the church how do we lead? How, how do we actually function well as men? Mm-hmm. And and how do we inspire the body of Christ to actually function as we are called to function, which is in victory and triumph and, That's right. and hope? <clears throat> and so one of the things that we all just did is, you know, we we broke up the Proverbs, uh, specifically even the second half of Proverbs, where it's the actual practical Proverbs, not mm-hmm. just the uh, don't go down the street with the yeah. adulterous woman stuff. Yeah. But, but as we're walking through, we, we split them all up and then we just spent, I don't know, it was a half an hour, an hour. Yeah. It's just like, okay, read your two chapters and see it through this one lens of like, okay, what is what is it saying for men in this in this day? Hmm. And it it really is so profound because no matter how many times we've done this, we've said yeah. this before, but it's like, it just becomes fresh. And God gives you divine insight in your situation. Hmm. So whatever question you bring to the Proverbs, it's just profound hmm. how God like highlights and just puts like this highlight marker on that verse. And you're like... Yeah, that actually applies in this way uh, in in this situation. And, oh, here's this verse. Oh, it, it ties into this. Mm-hmm. And so after we walked through that, we just we all got together as a group and just said, okay, let's, let's get these Proverbs on the table. And we started discussing, and it was fun to hear how this verse over here matched with this person's section over here, which matched with mm-hmm. these ideas. Oh, yeah. And there was like this cacophony of truth that we were just yeah. living in. And of course, we categorized them in, in big groups. But it was just a great exhortation of soul of saying, okay, these proverbs were written almost 3,000 years yeah. ago, and yet they're speaking to 2021 yeah. in my current situation with what's going on in our government and, and the economy and all this kind of stuff and the passivity of the church. Yeah. It really is beautiful to see
0: God's wisdom being brought into the reality mm-hmm. of everyday living yeah. through his word. That's great. I'm trying to think of a good metaphor for, you know, like a paper towel uh, many of us treat the proverbs like a paper towel. You know, you have a little uh, spot of water on the counter and you, you use it. Once you use a paper towel, you throw it away. You're sort of done with it. And many of us are sort of like, well, I've already used that proverb. But proverbs are sort of like a multi-tool. You don't use it once, even for one task. But that same multi-tool, it doesn't change, but it can be used again in a totally different situation, a totally different sort of challenge. And that's what what I think is profound about, not just the Proverbs, but the scriptures, is that they have so many potential uses that the Holy Spirit can wield them towards. But wisdom is like, okay, God, I have this truth, or I have this challenge, but what do I do with this truth? And I I tell you what, when you seek it or you desire it, God answers. I've oftentimes said, it doesn't matter how blind you are or how deaf you are. If you really desire to have God's heart and his mind on the matter, you'll get it. And as a result, we can rest as Christians, which is what I'd say James is assuring us of. It's like, hey, if you lack wisdom, ask for it. But ask in faith, believing. God is certain to give it. He delights to give it. But we also have to sometimes roll up our sleeves and go after what he's already given us instead of uh, just sort of saying, hey, God, lift it out of the scripture and knock me in the head with it. God, I know where you've put it. I'm gonna go after it. so show me your wisdom even as I seek. That's so good. <clears throat> um, just maybe as we wrap up, could you give some like practicals?
1: In other words, someone's watching going, okay,, yeah. I obviously I have, I have a challenge, I've got my difficulty, I need to do that. Yeah. so how does how does someone even approach let, let's say we just do
0: proverbs? Yeah. How do you take Proverbs and make it practical yeah. for the situation? Well, what I would do is I would take maybe a smaller range to start with, like say, I forgot if it's Proverbs 11. We should have checked it. It's There's somewhere right around, I think it's Proverbs 11 through Proverbs 31 that are very practical. Uh, Proverbs 1 through 10, it could be 9. I'm not exactly sure. I don't remember. I should have that down pat, right? But is is more general wisdom and, like you were saying, adulterous woman. <laughs> it's sort of a funny description for the whole That's thing. That's so, such great wisdom. You know, that <laughs> adulterous woman stuff, yeah. <laughs> but, and so to take that zone, you know, like say Proverbs 11 through 13, yep. just take a little segment and to take your question and lay it before the scriptures and then start going through and allow the Holy Spirit to actually lift out specific statements. And then after you go through those two, maybe go through 14, and then maybe 15 and 16. In other words, where you, you have an expectancy, and of course, that expectancy will grow as you go, because as you go, you're going to recognize, wow, there actually is a lot to be said on this. Mm-hmm. And you want to do it with the Holy Spirit as your lead. It's, this isn't just dead text. This is his text. He's the one that carried along the writers to write it in the first place. Therefore, you can trust him to help it come to life and unpack for you. That's so good. And maybe just say it has an, another practical
1: tip. One of the things that at least I found that's helpful is to actually like get a piece of paper or a computer mm-hmm. and actually make a bullet point list because I think sometimes you can just read through the scriptures. And you're like, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I can apply that. Yeah. And then you forget where was that one at? And so actually having a list and then being able to group those into some yeah. key categories at least makes it grippable. Yeah. Uh, to, no,
0: as placeholders to hold and on that's, to. You. That's a really good point, because that's what I do. Even as I'm when I'm thinking of going through it, because of the way I do it, I'm going to go through it usually digitally, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, into one document so that my, my one document is the answer to the question. And so, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, Excellent.
1: Uh, just as we wrap up, do, would you mind just even praying hmm. that whatever the challenges and the difficulties people
0: may be facing, that God would just give supernatural wisdom. Amen. Father, we all need this right now. Uh, We as the church of Jesus Christ are needing your mind, your wisdom. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would take us by the hand and walk us forward. Lord, I ask that your wisdom would open up to us, that your word would spring forth uh, in our souls and we would understand it. We would grip it. We would have uh, that that deep concept of uh, what you intend to do in our life right now. Lord, we so thank you for the privilege of having the Holy Spirit to illuminate and to bring to us your precious word. It's in the great name of Jesus that we ask this. Amen. Amen. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder is streamed daily, Monday through Friday, from our studio in Windsor, Colorado. And our weekend church service is delivered live and streamed at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Join us at live.ellersley.com. Note that our live weekday in-person version of Daily Thunder is scheduled to resume this upcoming June in conjunction with our training season. Learn more at ellersley.com. Thanks for listening.